This is Michael Dalton with Yes Ministries. I am just thrilled to be with you again. I love what we've been doing. And again, I was talking with a young man that many of you are coming to know and learning so much about him. But I was having a conversation with Patrick Adams again, and just something got stirred in my spirit. As we did prophetic update number one last time, I want to go into prophetic update number two, because I realized there's a couple of things that I did not cover. First of all, we did not talk about what is connected to this season. Every year at the beginning of the year, God gives a specific word, a literal word that connects to the Hebraic number of the year that we are in. And then the romantic or the romantic or Greek number that it correlates to for us because God sees in both realms. So what do I mean by that? The calendar as we know it, we look back at the Hebraic calendar for many of us who are looking at prophetic information, and that gives us a foundation to draw from. But God knew that from the time of Christ, we would move into a different calendar in most of the world. So God did not ignore that. I believe it is the two things together, like you would call a double portion. You have to see both of them to understand them fully. It's like looking with one eye. You only see the full picture when you're looking with the right and the left eye at the same time. So I believe we have to understand the Hebraic number and the Romanic number or the Greek number that would correlate. So that Hebraic number, 5780, that's the year we're in. The word that correlates to that, that I was looking at is Uts, Uts. The word Uts means wooded place. It means like a wooded place, a forest, a place of many trees. But the word that it originates from, 5779, it means it's a series that is connected. So every year that comes from the same root word would be a pattern of years interconnected to release the same thing in the earth. 5779 comes from consultation. It means consultation. So what does that mean? It literally means that the picture is that your wisdom is being released as you sit among the trees, as you sit in a place of stillness, as you are surrounded by the things that have grown up over time. You are hearing in the shade, learning in the stillness, discerning in quietness. So the word God gave us in January was that this year, we prophesied this the first service of the year, in the, our church, Desert Christian Community Center, we prophesied then that God said this year would be a year where we sat still among the trees, where God would isolate us to teach us wisdom again. Unbeknownst to me, it did not click until after we had done our podcast last time that the Lord brought back to me and through talking with Patrick as well and a couple others, that did you pay attention to the fact that that's what's happened this year, that this entire year we're in, suddenly the whole world has been made to be still and sit among the trees. We are literally, if your house is made of wood, you are sitting in a place made of trees. You are surrounded by trees right now. If you are being still in your family, well, what are we? We are the plantings of the Lord, the trees of righteousness. So when you are surrounded by your family in your own home, you are now sitting among the trees. God literally told us in January prophetically, and we didn't realize the depth of it, that this year he was going to make us sit still and consult again, hear wisdom again, learn again. But now, why is that important? 
That word utz appears eight times in scripture. Eight is the number of new beginnings. So eight times in scripture, we see this word brought forth and God began to reveal that we are in the season now of a new beginning that things are going to be new, different. We've not seen the earth like this before, but the Lord is telling us, sit and gather wisdom. In your home, gather wisdom, discern, pray. This is not the hour to believe everything you're hearing. This is the hour to pray until you discern. Hear the wisdom of God in the midst of what's going on. Sit among the trees, sit among wisdom, sit among the righteous ones who bring the word and the truth and the experience and expertise of their field so that we can learn and grow, so that you can grow like a green bay tree in the house of God. This is the time for you to grow where you couldn't grow before. Now, what's the word that goes with it? We're looking at the word that goes with the number 2020, because this is the year 2020. The word that we released back in January that God said to bring forth again is the word that correlates. That word is epifesco. Epifesco is that Greek word in the New Testament that falls under the number 2020. Why is it important? Do you know what that word means? It literally means dawn of a new day. Dawn of a new day. A new day. Think about that, that in this year, the two words that is prophetic for us is number one, sit still and don't leave the company of the trees. You are surrounded, sit among the trees. The second word is, but this will be the dawn of a new day. So in this first part of the year, we are all sitting still. We are isolated. We're not moving. We're not able to do what we did before. But the second part that word for 2020, that epifesco, is dawn of a new day. It means to see and perceive what is being birthed. To see what is being birthed. It literally, to shine and to recognize what is being released so that you may partner with it and step into it. Epifesco only appears two times in the New Testament. Matthew 28 and 1, it says that this was the time when they saw, they saw what? They saw that Christ had risen from the dead. It was that word. It was that perception. It was a revelation of Jesus rising. But the other time it appears is Luke 23, 54. Luke 23, 54. Why is both of these so important? Both of these words show up, but they have two different connotations. So in Luke 23, 54, I want you wherever you are to just hear this in your spirit. It says, we're going to look at it in King James because that's where you see them both, King James. And that day was the preparation and the Sabbath drew on. Now it says the Sabbath drew on. That word drew on literally means new day. The Sabbath drew on. That is the word for epifosco, epifosco. Now it's talking about Jesus had died. And the women also which came with him from Galilee followed after and beheld the sepulcher and how his body was laid. And they returned and prepared spices and ointments and rested the Sabbath according to the commandment. That's Luke 23, 54. That's where that word is used. But now Matthew 28 and 1. Same word. In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn, 
The word for dawn is the same word for drew on, epiphosco. As it began to dawn toward the first day of the week, came Mary Magdalene and the other Mary to see the sepulcher, and behold, there was a great earthquake. For the angel of the Lord descended from heaven and came and rolled back the stone from the door and sat upon it. So what is the prophetic message that I want to update and make sure gets in your spirit? The word epiphosco appears two times. The first time, it is the dawn of the day when he died. The second time, it's the dawn of the day of resurrection. The same word was used with two different revelations. What does it mean? Both are the beginning of a new season. What you perceive is based on what time it is and where you are standing. Some came to the tomb and all they remember was, this is the worst season of my life. Jesus is gone. It's over. I'm weeping. Everything is done. All I believed in is falling apart around me. But three days later, back in the same place, the same word is now used again. And what was the dawn of weeping became the dawn of dancing. What was the birth of troubles became the birth of testimonies. God is saying to us, you have to understand he's birthing something new and what you believe he's birthing will determine what you see in that tomb. You'll either see him there absent and unavailable, or you'll see him risen, powerful and victorious. I call all of you who are prophetic in this hour. I call every born again believer. I call those who are hearing this, who are not yet born again, to believe that God is with you and able. Understand the whole world is being birthed into a season it's never experienced before. But that is a season where if we fix our perception, though there's death at the beginning, there will be life at the end because Jesus is risen. Hope is real. God is on the throne and the church is victorious. I challenge you to speak to people like you believe God is with you, to give them hope, to give them life. And I speak over your life that you are carriers of the glory of God, that everywhere you go, hope is with you. Strength is in you, that the kingdom of God is available through you to others, for you are a container of glory. I say to you, walk around your house today, tell your family, tell everyone you know that this season will end and a new season will begin. Something is being birthed we've never seen before. I speak to you that the womb of the spirit is birthing something new and up out of your belly shall come rivers of living water. So give hope to those who are hopeless, give joy to those who are depressed, give grace to those who are in shame and tell them God is real. His kingdom is real and the power of God is available to all who will call upon his name. And remember, from the place of sitting still, learn wisdom while you're being still. Because when this day is dawned in its fullness, all of us will have to run with new joy, run with new power and tell the world that God is good. He is real and he is there. From my heart to your heart, from our house to yours, we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen.